coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We're here to help you with your home improvement projects, your do-it-yourself dilemmas. We've got the solutions. We've got the answers to make those improvements easy to accomplish in your house. Well, we're celebrating Earth Day this month, so we want to go green. But instead of just going green for the day... We figured, why not give you eco-friendly ideas all month long? We've got some great green tips for you this hour, including ways to keep your lawn healthy and garden-friendly without harming the environment. For example, are you worried about pests plaguing your plants or your beautiful flowering garden? Well, there is a way to keep those bugs away without the use of harsh pesticides. And also ahead, did you realize there was never a better time to replace those old leaky windows? It is a great way to save money and energy, and you can earn tax credits as well. We're going to have all the details for you, including how you can get a free bonus chapter from our brand new book that delivers the step-by-step guidance. If you're considering installing replacement windows, we've got all of the info you're going to need to get that job done right. Plus, we're going to tell you how you can keep your family safe from scalding accidents at your home. We've got some safety info from the folks at the Home Safety Council. And even our prize is green this hour. You've heard us talk about energy vampires, you know, all those electronics in your home that use energy all the time. We've got a new product to tell you about that will protect your most important electronic equipment. We're giving away the new Backups ES Surge Arrest. It helps you use power very wisely. It's got a feature that automatically powers down idle devices to conserve energy. It's worth about 100 bucks, but it could be yours if you pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. And you can learn all about that product and all of the green info that we're given to you on the show today in a very special section on our website, moneypit.com slash green. So call us right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get right to those phones. Wayne in New Hampshire is having an issue with mold. Tell us about it. The problem I had was, I guess, when the contractors put the insulation up in the attic, they put it too tight over the soffit, and I wasn't getting enough ventilation. Okay. So now i got some black mold growing up there, and I want to know how I can get rid of it. Well, what you can do is you can mix up a solution of about one-third bleach and uh, two-thirds water, or maybe even 25%, and just spray it. Make sure you wear safety glasses and a respirator and spray it. That will kill the mold. There's really no reason to strip it or, or you know wipe it away. We just want to kill it. And as long as we've got this ventilation issue addressed, it won't grow any further. And by the way, it's probably, it's probably more of a mildew problem than a toxic mold issue. Uh, for all the years I spent in the home as a, in the home, as a home inspector, I very, very frequently found uh, mildew on the underside of the plywood, and eventually it'll cause decay, and it can delaminate the plywood, but it's generally not stachybotrys, which is the toxic type of mold that we're most concerned about. Okay, because it was black mold. I was worried about that being... Yep, I understand. Some kind of a problem. Yeah, all right, we'll no. give it a shot. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Laverne in Texas, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Well, I uh, have a brick fireplace, and I'm going to be replacing the mantle soon. And, uh, of course, it's uh, where the mantle is now is going to be clean, and the rest of it has uh, smoke signs on it. And I need to know how to clean that smoke off. Well, the best product to probably use for that is something called TSP. It stands for tri-sodium phosphate. It's a powder that's available usually in the paint aisle of a hardware store or a home center. And you mix it up, and it gets pretty soapy. 
And you want to brush that on with like a floor brush, sort of work it in, and then rinse it very well. And that ought to take the smoke stain out of that. Mm -hmm. And if you're finding that it's being a little bit stubborn, you can mix it up so it's a little bit more thick in consistency and then sort of put it on because the smoke tends to be really greasy. So the TSP works very well as a degreaser. Yeah, just let it sit sit there for a while uh, if you're having a hard time getting it off. It's uh, it's also very good for pulling like oil stains out of driveways. And we usually say to make a paste of it and let it sit on the driveway for a while. So the same uh, approach applies if you have a really difficult smoke stain. Okay, Laverne? All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. This month, we are celebrating Earth Month, so let us help you go green at your Money Pit and pick up your phone, give us a call. We can help you with all of your home repair or your home improvement questions 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, going green while growing green. We've got some eco-friendly lawn and garden tips next. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home for call- The Money Pit is brought to you by APC. Protect your computer with APC's newest energy-efficient backup 750G. Guaranteed power protection that can save up to $40 a year on your electric bill. For more information and a chance to win, visit www.moneypit.com forward slash green. That's moneypit.com forward slash green. That's www.moneypit.com forward slash green. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We're giving away a great prize that will protect your computer and save you money at the same time. If you've got family photos, music, personal files all stored in that computer, if you don't have it protected, it's vulnerable for power surges, and that can zap your data. The solution is the new Backups ES and Surge RS. It helps you use power very, very wisely and has features that automatically power down idle devices to conserve energy. It's worth about 100 bucks, but it could be yours just by asking us your question on the air this hour. The number again is 1-888-MONEYPIT. And for even another chance to win a Backups ES750G, you can enter the APC contest, which is online right now at moneypit.com slash green. That's moneypit.com forward slash green. All right, well, pick up the phone and give us a call, especially if you're looking for ways to go green in your garden, because we all know that a nice, lush lawn, it not only looks great, but it is very healthy for your family. Now, listen to this. Every 2,500 square feet of lawn produces enough oxygen each day for a family of four. And lawns also cut down on noise pollution by absorbing sounds. And your lawn also helps trap dust, soot, and pollen in the air that we all know can cause those horrible allergic reactions. Yes, but when caring for your lawn, you want to try not to use all-purpose type garden fertilizers for lawns. Garden fertilizers are generally formulated for a higher content of phosphorus, and that's designed for flowering plants and vegetables, not grass. Fertilizers designated as 888 or 101010 or 121212 
are examples of garden fertilizers. Typically, lawns don't need as much phosphorus as these might provide. Well, we can help you with more ideas to go green while growing green. We have got all the info you need in our very next e-newsletter. You need to sign up right now at moneypit.com. It is absolutely free. Best of all, we are going to keep your email address confidential, so no spam, and you get lots of fantastic and useful information to put to use in your Money Pit every Friday when it arrives in your inbox. 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us right now if you'd like to make your home a little more green. We've got some great tips standing by. Leslie, who's next? Larry, New York is having a problem at his brick house. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I just bought a 1950s brick house. Um, it's the natural brick. Um, not a lot, but a couple of the bricks are, are uh, cracking and crumbling. I just wanted to know if there's regular maintenance you should do on the brick house, if there's any kind of sealer or something that you should put. We really don't want to paint it. We like the natural color of the brick. Probably not. I, I wouldn't recommend a sealer unless you were having any kind of a leak issue. Only occasionally do we do we recommend that. The one thing that you can do is if you get cracks in the brick, you do want to seal up those cracks to prevent water intrusion because the water gets in there and then it freezes and it causes the brick to crack or spall. And so to caulk them, you simply want to use a clear silicone caulk or you could use one that's tinted to match the brick color. Oh, excellent. Now, does that apply with like indoor fireplaces as well? No, because you don't have to worry about water getting in them. Ah, very good. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Larry. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jean in Connecticut is working on a painting project. How can we help you? I have a, a recreational vehicle that's like a large uh, trailer that I use okay. for summer cottage. And I have two issues with it. One is that the wall, the walls within the unit, are the wall board has what appears to be like a, a plasticized coating on it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to paint that. So I was wondering, first of all, what I would need to do to prepare that in order to receive the paint. Now, what kind of walls are, are in this uh, this RV cottage that you have, Gene? Are they metal? Are they drywall? What, the, what is the surface? They, they, they're like a sheetrock. Okay. All right. Then what you want to do to paint these is you want to prime them first. And because we're not quite sure what the surface is, we would recommend an oil-based primer. And this is going to seal the entire surface. And it's going to make the top coat flow nicely and look great. And most importantly, it'll make sure it sticks. Mm -hmm. And then I would use a good quality paint after that. You want to use a better quality paint. Don't buy cheap paint because it doesn't have as much uh, titanium dioxide in it. And as a result, it's not going to stick. You want a good quality paint. Louise in Tennessee is calling in with a deck issue. What's going on? How can we help? Hey, we have a nine-year-old wooden deck. And through the years, we've pressure washed it and stained it. But last year when we did it, the stain didn't take. And it hmm. looks like it's peeling off. Did you use a different type of stain last year than you'd used in past years? I really don't know that. I, no. I, I, I don't remember that. We, I think it's Thompson. Is it Thompson's or Bayer or something well, like that? Well, there's a lot of different manufacturers out there. It could be that there's so much product on there from doing this every year that you've reached sort of saturation. Now you're having adhesion issues. Uh, Leslie, it sounds to me like she's got to kind of go back to the beginning here. 
Yeah, unfortunately, you were, you really want to get rid of as much as you can by scraping, if that's a good manner. If you see that things are already peeling off, you can scrape and sort of pressure wash the remainder away. If it's really being stubborn, you're going to have to use sort of a chemical stripping agent. Every manufacturer makes one. Pick one that you feel comfortable working with. Apply it, let it do its job, and then strip it away with the power washer and get off as much as you can. And once you get down to as much raw wood as possible, then you want to go ahead and let it dry very, very well. And then you will want to apply the new stain on top of that. And if you find you've got a lot of uneven areas, a solid stain is going to be a better choice because... It kind of acts like a paint as far as its um, thickness and opacity. It's not see-through, but it sort of saturates the wood rather than sitting on top as a paint would. So it's really going to give you the longest lifespan as far as it'll last. All right. Good luck with that project, Louise. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jim in Indiana is working on a bathroom remodeling project. How can we help you? Hi. Well, I've got a couple things, but the one that really it's the most pressing for me that you guys might be able to help me out with is I want to tile the bathroom myself and I'd like to do it myself just because I kind of like to tinker a little bit. Okay. I uh, have seen, you know, different books and things like that and I never was real studious or anything, but if there is like a how to or a website or uh, a good way. Well, you know, like, you, we can give you sort of the the 101 here. We're not going to make a tile man out of you in, in one <laughs> phone call. But uh, right. also, you've done a lot of tiling. Why don't you give uh, this guy some tips? Well, I guess it really depends on what type of tile you're working with. I find that when I work with a smaller tile that has a mesh background, it kind of goes on far easily and sort of spaces itself out, if you will. It sort of allots to where it wants to line up. If you're working with individual tiles, those little spacers make fantastic sense. You know, buy the little tri- um, cross-shaped spacer that's the, the width of the grout lines you're going to create. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, those make a ton of sense obviously start i usually start at the bottom that's correct tom uh when you're tiling up a wall yeah, yeah. but you just got to make sure that uh, you got to keep an eye on to make sure your line is parallel because typically if the if something is not is off a little bit you want to put a level it's across the tub for off. example <laughs> or the shower yeah it'll get way it'll get worse as the higher you go so you want to make sure that no matter what you do that you at least start level you may end up having to trim some of the tiles to get started so that you can start with a perfectly level line Sylvia in California needs some help with a kitchen counter project. What's going on? Hi, I'm calling because um, we're interested in changing out our countertops. And right now, the counters that are there are ceramic tile. They've been there since the condo was uh, built in 1983. Okay. And so the grout is kind of coming up, and it just doesn't look very good. And um, I heard you say in a previous show that you have to um, you have to do the um, refinish granite every year yeah granite granite's beautiful but granite requires an awful lot of maintenance now do you want to uh, continue with a tile countertop or do you want to completely change well um i do like the ceramic tile but i was wondering if there are any other options out there that are as durable or you know we are, we'd also like to do the installation ourselves well certainly a ceramic tile uh countertop is one of the easiest ones to do as a do-it-yourself project 
But there are also granite tiles. Now, you can get remnants of granite at your local stone guy that could be 12 by 12. You can even find them at the local home centers and lay that as you would tile. You could either do a grout line or I prefer if you're dealing with such a large granite tile not to do a grout line and sort of butt everything together. And as you mentioned with granite, the only thing that you need to do annually is sort of reseal them. And you can kind of let it go to every two years. But if you do let it go to every two years, you'll notice that in areas when they cut the granite to make it for the countertop, when they sort of slice it into the thicknesses that'll work for them. What happens is they get these little pox and spaces that just the stone sort of pops out of. And then they put, is it like a resin over it, Tom? To seal it? Yeah, they put some sort of like, it's it, it's almost like a resin and it fills in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And over time from your cleaning and your usage of the countertop, those spaces that were missing stone that filled in with resin kind of pop out. You'll notice it on the edge that you cut into the granite. So you want to, if you're doing granite just every year or so, make sure it's resealed just so that it maintains its durability. I mean, it, it, it can be a pain, but it doesn't have to be. So if you want to do something yourself, you're not going to be able to do a solid granite, but you can do these granite tiles and they're beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much for the information. You're welcome, Sylvia. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. And working on those kitchens in a tight economy, very, very good uh, investment. You'll get about a 75% return when it comes time to sell the house. Kania in California is dealing with some mold issues. Tell us about the problem. Well, um, in my closet, in my master bedroom closet, in the middle of the wall, I noticed a small maybe about two inches wide and long. And I'm just wondering, um, what could I do to get rid of it? Well, that's a very common condition because in master bedroom closets, you don't have a lot of uh, airflow in there, and sometimes you'll get mold that'll start there. And what you should do, Kania, is you should pull out all your clothes that are in that closet, and you should spray that with a bleach and water solution. Okay. And then after it dries uh, for a few minutes, then you can go ahead and wipe it off. Now, if you want to stop it from coming back, you might want to think about getting a little more air into that closet space. That could happen if you were to undercut the closet door just so there was a little bit bigger gap underneath it so it would move some air through. Oh, okay. Or you can put in a louvered door or some sort of fabric door for your closet, but you have to get air in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you very much. All right, now here's some really important information. You know, is the water coming out of your taps too hot? Because it only takes a few seconds to get a burn that is so bad it is going to need medical treatment at a hospital. When we come back, we're going to share tips with you to keep you and your family safe. So stick around. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue Doors, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. You can count on Thermatrue for beautiful, reliable, and easy-to-install entry doors. To learn more, visit Thermatrue.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, your home for home solutions. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call. Let us know what you're working on. We'd love to give you a hand with your home improvement project. And, you know, here's some information we want to share with you. And, in fact, we're sharing a startling fact that you might not even be aware of, that nearly half of all burn injuries that we see treated in hospitals across the United States are actually the result of scalding. And it can happen in an instant, and it can change your life forever. And the most vulnerable folks here are the young kids and the older folks. So really pay attention to who's visiting your home. 
Well, there are ways that you can prevent scald injuries and protect your family. Here to tell us about them is Mary Kay Appy. She's the president of the Home Safety Council. Hi, Mary Kay. Hi, Tom and Leslie. It's so nice to be back with you. This is one of those topics that I think folks don't realize the the grave danger that they can be in in their own house. Uh, very easy for this to get away from you. Yeah, oh, totally true. And we, the Home Safety Council actually did a study recently to kind of um, figure out who knows what when it comes to scald burns and, and preventing them. And we were quite alarmed that most people don't know how many of these burns there are each year. Um, according to the CDC, there are some 112,000 burn injuries reported to hospitals that are attributable to scald hot tap water alone. Now, what are the uh, major causes of this? Is it simply that folks have their water heaters set way too high? I know that uh, we often get calls from folks that are running out of hot water and want to know if the solution is just to turn up the temperature on the water heater. And of course, that could be quite dangerous. Actually, in our studies showed us that about 80% of folks we surveyed don't know how hot their water is at all. They, they really haven't thought about where their water heater setting is. The safe temperature for your water heater in terms of prevention of scald burns is 120 degrees or just below the medium setting. The problem is that, as Leslie was pointing out, most at risk are, are the very young and older people. And why is that? It's pretty simple. They're the skin of young kids and older people is thinner. So it takes a lot less exposure to create a very serious burn for those age groups. So important to be aware of the temperature of your water in your house. And I guess you could test that with a simple thermometer available just about everywhere. You can certainly pick one up in the supermarket if, if you don't have one handy. Now, are, aren't there also scald uh, preventing faucets and spouts and shower heads that can uh, lend some extra safety, say, in the bathroom where maybe the kids like to bathe? That's the great news, that there are some engineering solutions to this really devastating problem. And you're right, Tom, there are, there's a new product called Hot Stop that is a replacement tub spout shower head or combination, and it has temperature sensing devices embedded into the spout. So Hot Stop will know if the water is slowly rising to an unsafe temperature, or if you have a big um, blast of hot water, it will sense that too, and shut the flow of water off to just a trickle. And then it resets itself and begins to flow again when the water cools down to a safe temperature. Now, besides water in uh, issues, Mary Kay, how are we doing with cooking? We don't hear too much about cooking injuries anymore, mm -hmm. but they are on the rise as well, aren't they? Very much so. And in fact, when you think about scalding and preventing these very painful injuries at home, think about three different areas. One would be, and we just mentioned it, the tub. Another area is just, you're absolutely right on, it's cooking. And here the common scenarios in the kitchen might be a, a baby or toddler who's curious about what mom's doing at the stove. The, the pot handle is turned out towards the, towards the center of the room, and the little one reaches up and pulls the hot matter, whether it's liquid or something, something uh, food that can, can adhere to the skin, and a very serious burn can result that way. Mm -hmm. So the solution there, a couple of them would be, from the very earliest moments, teach your children to stay clear of hot surfaces. 
the problem is they the kids are very literal. They don't quite get it. They could look at a stove and not know from looking at it whether it's hot or not. So one idea that we share is to take masking tape and mark off about three feet around your stove area and just label that the, the child-free zone. Teach your children that they must never go inside that area ever. Good point. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that idea because, you, you know, those exercisers, I had my son in one in the kitchen just because I was preparing dinner and I didn't even realize that when I opened the oven door, it became within reach of the exercisor. And okay. I turned for one second and the little guy's hand was reaching right for the it's door. So fast. Right. It happens so fast. And getting into the habit of using your back burners whenever you can is mm-hmm. another, another thing. An- another uh, tip here is has to do with microwave safety because we find a lot of scald burns happening when people try to open up the microwave door. Very often microwaves are mounted above eye level. Sure. And you lift out the hot food and you bring it down and, 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 you, and you can get scalded. So it's always exactly. a good idea to leave that microwave down at, uh, at waist height. And they also have the drawer-style microwaves now, which are pretty cool. Plus and I have worked idea. with those uh, before on some projects. Mary Kay Appy, president of the Home Safety Council, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. And thanks, as always, for keeping us all safe in our homes. Great to be with you. Thank you. For more tips, you can go to the Home Safety Council website at mysafehome.org. Well, now that we've got you thinking about ways to keep your family safe and sound at home, up next we are going to tell you the most natural way to keep your garden growing and still be pest-free. So stay with us. You live in a money pit. Money pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by APC. Protect your computer with APC's newest energy-efficient backup 750G. Guaranteed power protection that can save up to $40 a year on your electric bill. For more information and a chance to win, visit www.moneypit.com forward slash green. That's moneypit.com forward slash green. That's www.moneypit.com forward slash green. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. You should give us a call right now at one 888 Pit because we are giving away a very fantastic prize that will protect your computer and save you energy at the same time. We've got the new backups ES and Surge Rest. Now, they use power very, very wisely, and they've got a feature that automatically powers down idle devices to conserve energy. It's worth about 100 bucks, but it could be yours just by asking us your home improvement question on the air. The number to get in on this prize and get your home improvement information is one eight 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 Money Pit. Now, if you don't win today, you can enter online at moneypit.com for another chance to win this absolute must-have power strip for your home. We've got all the details at moneypit.com slash green. Plus, at moneypit.com slash green, we've got lots of green tips and advice to help you keep your home green all year long. Speaking of which, do you want to help your garden grow and help the environment too? Well, before you resort to the toxic chemicals and insecticides and pesticides to get rid of those unwanted pests, you might want to try your first and best defense, water. Believe it or not, a good, strong spray of water often takes care of bugs and other outdoor plant problems. Plus, a healthy lawn and garden deters pests, and it's much safer for you, your family, and the environment. You want more tips? Head on over to moneypit.com green, or pick up the phone and give us a call right now at one 888 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? 
Dave in New Jersey needs some help with tar removal. Tell us about where it is, what happened. This sounds like a disaster. Well, it's not it's not that big of a disaster, but <laughs> <Okay>. the uh, <laughs> the um, the last homeowner apparently did a do-it-yourself job on the the uh, driveway. Okay. And they got they got tar on the stucco of the house and all along the sides of the driveway is a Belgian block. It's a very nice like edging on the side, but the entire inside now has tar on it and about four or five inches up from the driveway on the house has tar oh, on it as well. Oh, man, a lot of tar. <laughs> I've yeah. got to tell you, um, Dave, it's going to be really hard to get that tar off. I mean, you can remove tar with mineral spirits, but because you're you're dealing with a concrete surface, uh, it's going to end up staining the area around it with sort of a dark tar-like stain to it. The other thing that you can do is abrade it. You could try to scrape it off or grind it off and get down to some of the raw surface, but it's very difficult to do. As far as where it hits the house, is it a uh, concrete stucco, like at the, between the siding and the ground that's uh, being affected, or what, what, what exactly is the surface there? It is a concrete stucco. Well, you might want to think about painting it, painting all of that concrete, uh, using a good quality concrete paint, and then painting over the tar to boot to make it all look consistent. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, use a good quality concrete paint. You know, it'll last quite a long time. Any any possibility of heating up the... Uh, <laughs> Burning the, it off? Not a, no, yeah. no. Because it's just going to uh, carbonize on the concrete itself, and you're not going to get it down to where you want it to be. You can try a solvent. I mean, try mineral spirits and see what happens, but, I, but I'm telling you, I have a feeling that it's going to look worse when you do that. I think I'm going to go with the painting. All right. Well, good luck with that project. <laughs> Wise choice, okay. my friend. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. I love how we talk people out of their big ideas. He's like, uh, I guess. Can I use a torch? No. Can I set my driveway on fire? No. <laughs> Not but I a want good to, idea. Don't do it. <laughs> That's where we um, take a do it yourselfer and prevent them from becoming a do it to yourselfer. Mike and Hawaii live in my dream. Welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Um, you know, I'm a real estate broker, and I have a property on the market and it's built in 1954. Okay. And it has a, a shingle siding mm-hmm. that, um, from what the owner uh, tells me, Tom, is that it's um, about 18% asbestos. Okay. What other materials could there be in the siding? Well, it's nothing to worry about here, Mike. What you have is something called cement asbestos. Uh, siding, very common in the 50s, incredibly durable stuff because it's not organic, holds paint very, very well, and not an environmental risk unless you break it into a million pieces and, and release it into the air. Because it's in a cement binder, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm, because um, it's encased. Most people end up replacing it because they don't like the look of it, but there's no uh, asbestos exposure risk issue associated with cement asbestos shingle siding. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. You know, there has never been a better time to replace your windows because there are federal tax credits that are available right now to absolutely make it worth your while. 
True, but you need the right kind of windows. If you're not sure where to start, we have a solution. Leslie and I have created a brand new chapter for our book, My Home, My Money Pit, your guide to every home improvement adventure. It is the ultimate replacement window guide. We've got it available online to help walk you through the step-by-step that you need to know to pick the perfect replacement windows for your house. We'll tell you how to get it next. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Generax Garden Series Generator. Be protected and never worry about power outages again. Visit your favorite home improvement center or call 888-GENERAC or visit guardiangenerators.com. Your home will stay on the next time the power goes out. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are going green for Earth Day all month long here at the Money Pit. You know, why save all of these great green ideas for just one day a year? For example, did you realize that there has never been a better time to update those old drafty windows that you've got at your Money Pit? Energy-efficient windows are now eligible for a federal tax credit, but not all windows qualify. You know, you have to know exactly what you're looking for when you go shopping. Well, the experts at Simonton Windows say you should do your research and choose energy-efficient windows like those with low-E coatings, argon, and krypton fillings. That's the gas that's inside the glass panes. And if all that sounds way foreign to you, the Simonton team has also helped us put together everything you need to know in a bonus chapter of our brand-new book, My Home, My Money Pit, your guide to every home improvement adventure. It is the ultimate window guide. It's available right now online at moneypit.com. It's free. It's a downloadable guide, and it'll tell you everything you ever wanted to know about replacement windows for your home. And while you're online, you can click on that Ask Tom and Leslie icon at moneypit.com, and you can email us your home improvement question. And this is the time of the show where we jump into our email bag. And I've got one here from Jim in Waterford, Michigan, who writes, What can be done to keep cold air from coming in through the exhaust vent on a gas clothes dryer? Interesting question. I'll tell you what I think is going on here. I suspect, uh, Jim, that the flapper on the dryer uh, exhaust vent duct on the outside of your house is loose. You may just need to replace that. Now, very often they will get clogged with lint. And if you've not cleaned that uh, dryer duct, you really need to do that because they do build up an awful lot of lint. Leslie and I have, have both seen uh, how it's much a fun lint. Chore. It is a fun job. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the tool called? The lint eater that we used? <laughs> the um, Gardas lint eater. Yeah. The Gardas lint eater. It uh, is like a fiberglass rod with a brush on the end of it. And it's about 10 feet long and you sort of snake it through the duct and it pulls out just tons and tons of of lint, which really has no business being in there because it could be a fire hazard. So I would clean the duct out really well and take a look uh, at the, uh, the the vent on the end. If the door on it is, is not closing all the way, you might just want to replace that and that should seal it up just fine. All right, now we've got one from Emil in Chicago who writes, Our ceiling paint in two of the bedrooms is peeling and flaking near the edge of the wall. There is no visible moisture or dampness, but we do use steam vaporizers. Before we scrape the old paint and repaint the ceilings, we would like to know if the steam is what's causing this paint to peel. Also, is there any special paint that we should use, given that we will still want to use our steam vaporizers in the future? <laughs> you have to go to the steam vaporizer aisle <laughs> in the paint store. Listen, um, the one enemy of paint is water and Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna you know put a lot of moisture in that room obviously the paint is not going to stick as well as if it was dry that being said 
there is a right order of events here. And the order is that you need to get rid of all that loose paint that is not sticking. You may have to abrade it. You may even have to strip it. You've got to get off as much of that as possible. And then we want you to use an oil primer and reprime all of those surfaces because that's going to seal in anything that's there. And it's going to make sure that that top layer of paint will stick. If you don't put a good primer on, you'll have zero chance of getting these new layers of paint to stick. And after that, use the best quality latex paint you can afford. And those steps in that order will probably make this last a very long time and perhaps even stand up to the steam vaporizer. <laughs> and you know what, Emil? Make sure that you only have the humidity set between 30 and 40 percent, especially for a humidifier that you're going to be using in your bedroom. And if you can, set it to cool mist. It does the same thing for your allergies and your scratchy throat. All right. So feel well. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope we've made your home a bit greener this hour with all our green tips and advice. Remember, that info is online 24-7 at moneypit.com slash green, where the show continues. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Helping you build big dreams. You live in a Money Pit.